I love how colorful your shoes are. Oh, thank you. Those are fantastic. <laughs> I just got them. You just got them? Yes. Nice. <laughs> They're already a little dirty, but that's okay. <laughs> you know what's funny? Well, by the way, my name is Binyam. Oh, I'm Kanisha. Tanisha. Quinn's my boyfriend. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Tanisha. Yeah. Quinn is like one of those things that can go two ways, right? Go so both ways, like, oh, yeah. Could be. <laughs> well, nice to meet you, Tanisha. Nice to meet you, too. I was going to say, back in the day when I was young, when we got new sneakers, this style then was to scuff them up as quickly as you could because you didn't... This style was not to have new and white and, like, brand new spanking clean, you know, sneakers. Oh, really? So you'd go and, like, scuff them up in the dirt as much as you could so they'd look worn. Wait, how old are you? How old are you? If I, I may ask. Oh, totally, absolutely. Um, I don't know because you have melanin, so <laughs> you could well, you literally do too, be any age. Okay. I'm going to say late 20s. Late 20s. Okay. Mid 20s. Okay. <laughs> I love how the confidence continues to like, question uh, <laughs> mark. I am 41, Jim. No. I am. Oh yeah. my goodness, you're aging like fine wine. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've heard as much too. Let me, let me see if I can guess yours. 23. That's my solid guess. Oh my gosh. I'm tw I just turned 24 last week. <laughs> oh, you don't say. <laughs> oh wow, you're good. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> but I, th I feel like I look my age though. You definitely do not. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you're looking at? Because I'm often intrigued. People are asking like, What's your skin routine? Like, um, what's the, uh, how do you manage your beard? You guys like the beard especially, I think. But no, what, what is it you're, you're looking at when you're like... I mean, I think, like, your hands don't really have any aging. I see. And your face and, like, around your eyes and your neck, I feel like those are, like, telltale signs. But, no, they're all, like, smooth, so I thought that you were in, like, your 20s. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I've done so many work contexts in which my body has really been accused. Oh. oh yeah, like abuse not in like a drug sense or like, but more so like I've just worked really hard at a lot of like physical labor jobs, okay. like rigs, like I, I've worked in the elements is what I'm trying to say, in such a sense that you would think with the amount of years that I've committed to that kind of work, mm -hmm. I would have like weather skin I guess, you know? It's not melanin, it saves you. Maybe. <laughs> I've never... I, I can get a sunburn, but I've never gotten a sunburn yet. Oh, really? Yeah. I've only gotten a sunburn on the tip of my toes, or on my tip of my nose, because oh. I went to Mexico. Okay. <laughs> tip of it. And then, oh, yeah. Ethnic background. And then I'm first born white. Yeah. <laughs> so it's German, Hungarian, and English, I believe. So happy mix. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Are you an only child? Oh, no, I'm the youngest. Okay. Out of how many? Out of three, I'm the baby. Okay. And the age span between you and your oldest is what? Oh, my oldest is like in 400 meters. Yeah. Speed limit is 50 okay. kilometers per hour. Are you the, do you have any family members? I'm the oldest of six. Oh, wow. Oldest of six. Take a wild guess. The age gap between me and my youngest. Are they in their teens? Like, Good question. Um, like, <laughs> Good question. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> have to do some reflection here. Like 13, 14? Uh, they are in their teens. Okay. But like more of a teenager and less of a preteen, I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. 16? 17? 18? Hold on. Um, you're, you're guessing their age, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll tell you their age. But another way to get to it is guess how many years difference between me and them. Oh, the difference. Okay. Aww. So you are somehow in your 40s. 
Uh, <laughs> no, honestly, I don't believe you, but that's okay. <laughs> okay, here. Um, you are making me pause the the difference. Is there a 20 year difference? 20 year. Close. 713. Hmm. Oh, and he tells the truth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> Honestly, I work with a bunch of like beautiful Asian women and every time they tell me their ages, I'm so surprised. Yeah. Like I work with a woman who looks younger than me and she's 35 and I just can't, like, I can't believe it. <laughs> so between me and my baby sister is 22 years there. I'm oh, so close. Very, very close. Well done. <laughs> you're 20, 24. 24. So you're as old as my younger brother. Oh, okay. He's the second youngest. Baby sister is. She'll be 19 this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be fun for her. Everything's like actually opening up. Yes. Oh, I um, forgot. Yeah. I'm I'm from Saskatoon, so I forgot it's 18 here. Oh. <laughs> um. You still live there, or you're just from there? Oh no, I'm just from there. I moved here like maybe a couple months before the pandemic from Canmore. Okay. Yeah. I just moved back two years ago from PA. Oh, okay. That must be nice to be here, here again. Well, I was here before. When I'm it just wasn't. Vancouver Island. Contrast. Oh, it's just as tuned in like my friends was. Like a reset. To Vancouver Island. <laughs> I followed my boy moving from job to job until I got to Canmore and decided that I loved it. Yeah. And then I decided to move here, unfortunately, for the festivals and all the fun things that got cancelled like a month later. <laughs> okay. But at least they're finally opening up again. I just hope they have the Caribbean festival next year. Okay, okay. Why did you decide to move back? Well, um, I miss the mountains. You missed what? The mountains. Oh. Yes. I grew up in BC, you see. Oh, okay. So I grew up in BC. Uh, Love mountains, of course. I came out here for my grad studies maybe 14 years ago. And then after I finished those, and I went over to PA. I uh, got to know the north really well, went up to like Laurent, Big River, Sharon River, like that whole area there. I I was actually kind of surprised in a really happy way. I was like, I thought all of Saskatchewan would be flat, and oh. yeah, there's beautiful lakes there. And so I kind of liked it, but then I thought, I want to be in a city, though. And he is like far too small, of course, you know. Yeah. And so I was like, sitting in Saskatoon, I, I think it's a decent city, but it was still too small for me. Yeah. And I reflected that I definitely love being out here, especially because the mountains are so close. Mm-hmm. And so I find Calgary for me, it combines two things I love immensely. The sky that I learned to love in Saskatchewan and the mountains. And you learned to love in BC. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and so the two, when they meet on the horizon, oh my goodness, I think it's just flooded. And it's a nice city too, I think. Honestly, this is probably the most beautiful city I've lived in. It's just like, Although some of their art pieces are questionable, <laughs> there's so like there's so much art and just like culture here compared to Saskatoon yeah, and yeah. compared to living on a small town on Vancouver Island. Sure. Like it's just so nice here. Yeah. And like Canmore was really nice, but it's just so small and your friends like you make friends and then they go back to whatever country they lived in yeah. and you're just kind of like, uh <laughs> I hear you. That's I, I don't like change like that. I so you mentioned you moved out mistakenly with your boyfriend to Vancouver Island. Yeah. And then you guys broke up. But then it sounds like you're back together again. Oh, no, this is a different boyfriend. A different boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. So 
so there's still more here under the radar. I would love to hear if you're comfortable. And that is what, um, what did you learn after you broke up with your boyfriend about yourself? Because I found when I, when I broke up, I learned so much about myself in oh. ways that I thought felt were really helpful. Oh yeah, like whenever a relationship ends, I even though it's hard, I always find it as an opportunity to grow. Like whether you find out what you like or dislike or maybe some things that you do wrong in the relationship. And I think with that one, because it was my first big relationship and my first big breakup, because yeah. I was 18, yeah. it was just like following my own dreams and not following someone who isn't fully committed to their dreams. Yeah. And I guess just like learning more about myself rather than committing myself and trying to learn everything about someone else. I need to know myself first. And I think that's the biggest thing I learned from that. Also, maybe not to trust so easily either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah, I hope it, I, I'm hoping it helps with my new relationship because I've known um, him for 10 years, but we just got together for about maybe a month and a half now. Yeah. So I'm hoping that everything that I've learned is going to help me with this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, those growth opportunities, um, when they come, I, I'm not sure everyone can see the opportunity for what it is, right? And so it's pretty cool when someone actually identifies and says, oh, here's a grand chance to be able to assess and figure out how I want to shift, how I want to pivot and see things in a better way. I mean, I think at the at the time I was too young to really like realize my feelings or be anything more than hurt. Um, but then as time moved on and I kind of got over being so sad, I could like see the things that I had learned and like the way I had changed a little bit. What are some of your non-negotiables now when you consider connecting with someone? Um. Like I mean, maybe this isn't like the first, very first thing. Like yeah. they're not in order. But yeah. definitely they have to be like extremely polite to service workers. Okay. Like I, I just, especially because I work in the service industry, yeah. I just can't stand it when people are rude to someone who's just trying to do their job. Yeah. Um, I think someone who's very close with their family because I'm extremely close with mine. And I want them to have like the same values that I hold just with like living my life and learning from my mistakes rather than being upset because of my mistakes. I think that I get the more upset I get when I see people who just just get upset every time something goes wrong instead of deciding to change and you know not repeating. Right. Yeah. What about for yourself? I like your answer by the way. Thank you. Before I tell you mine, let me tell you the other one I was thinking. I think a lot of yours sort of speak volumes of um, what is a sort of second. Just want someone that they can learn as well. I don't know as a point better or maybe they get but not about yourself. How I connect with people or don't is going where my, um, do I have the ability to express who I truly am? Because I find when I have to start sort of um, changing myself to what I hope they're uh, expecting from me or something along those lines, there's something of a block or an obstacle that I have to like address and say, something going on in here that isn't reflective of what I want to value. So I like the idea of being able to say, here's the real video, I choreographed, unfiltered, and I want to present that to you to see if you are able to be okay with that one. Um, and two, because I don't 
probably do want to die. And they say they don't want to change around. Like, I want to account for how it wants to make a relationship work. And I think in some context, when you do connect with people, even like this um, uh, interaction for as long as we have, and it's a lengthy ride, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> it's good in the sense that we're influencing each other, right? Like we're sort of building on something. I know so much more about you by this time in the ride than I did when you first walked in, right? Oh, yeah. I have a totally different perception as you do for you. Like, no way you're that old. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I find even as we give up bits about ourselves, it almost shifts the way that we see the world. We impact each other in some real ways. But in a relational context, romantically, there's more investment, I think, that we sort of uh, have in the other person and saying, I'm going to give up more about myself than anyone else has access to. And some of that means that we're going to have to compromise. Because if I don't change, if I always have my own way, um, that can be pretty hard for someone else to say, I'm going to line up with exactly how you are, right? Because they're coming from a totally different perspective. And so to make it work, I think um, there is a component of compromise, a fair compromise that needs to be had where, say, um, I eat with my mouth open, you're like, this is a deal breaker for me, please. But if I can open my mouth. So the deal is how to be able to study and that makes you like, help see that this work we need in some ways. Well, yeah, like we need right. to go into a relationship. That's definitely something you wants and even for me it's an ask. Yeah. And so that like, they're not surprised by who I am. One of my values, because I didn't have this value always, is honesty. And honesty in a certain way where once upon a time I don't think I was honest because I was giving a version of me that I thought people wanted or expected. And why that fact in my sense was honest is because the presentation of me wasn't authentic. It wasn't like the true me. And so they built their expectations on something that was pseudo video, if you will, you know? And so when I finally came and said, alright, I need to tell you the truth of who I really am, it was actually really devastating because the amount of investments that so many people in my life had was on this one idea, you know, and that there's a lot of buy-in that was really compelling and good at that. Speed and red light camera in 100 meters. Speed limit is 50 kilometers per hour. So what that looks like for me is, especially in a relational context. Now, friendship platonically, that's one thing. But if it's relationship and I'm asking for a girl's heart, saying, hey, I want you to trust me, I want you to feel this way. Part of that expression to me looks like me saying to that individual, um, okay, first date, let's have fun, see if there's any chemistry. If there is, second date, I'll do what I call a tour of my closet to show you all my skeletons. That's what I'll do. Um, it's a, it sounds risky, but it's so important for me. In essence, what I do is I go to that individual and say, now I'm going to share with you my, my history and everything there so that you can hear my story and not be surprised. So you can see where I have evolved to and why I've evolved the way I have. And like and why I, you think the way you think. Exactly. Yeah. And when I do all this, it's with the premise of having that opportunity with you to be able to say, okay, now that you know everything, you have everything you need to know before your heart gets connected to me to determine is this a hell yes for you or is it something that you're like uncomfortable with. When you know everything, I don't want you to have any surprises to find out later on. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think that's honestly what has changed for me in this relationship. It's not only that like he was there for a lot of my past, but the fact that because he was there, I feel more comfortable to be like, 
you know, this is what happened when I wasn't around you and this is the things that have happened to me and this is why I might react the way I react or I might act the way that I act, but just know that like, I know, <laughs> like I know why I'm acting the way that I'm acting because I've taken the time to like, this sounds so stupid, but realize it. To like sit down with myself and be like, okay, yeah. you know, I might not like this part about myself. Yeah. I'm going to try and change it, but I yeah. also want them to know that I'm trying to change this. Sure. But that it's still a thing in my life. Right, right. And then like, even just like, <laughs> this sounds so funny, but I was watching Friends. And I was watching um, Girlfriends, if you know what that show is. No. Uh, with, it's with um, Diana Ross's daughter. And it's just like a, a show about black women in the 90s. Okay. And I was just thinking, like, you know, they're supposed to be characters around my age, and they're sitting there, and they're asking their partners questions that I wouldn't feel comfortable asking, but I should. Like, what do you think about marriage? What do you think about children? What do you yeah. think about this or that? Sure. Because I feel like the older I get, the more important that becomes, because if you aren't, if you don't have the same goals, or you don't want the same things in life as me, why should we connect to such a deep level? Yeah. And I think that's something that I'm really trying to work on is like asking those questions but giving those answers as authentically as I possibly can. Most get to those questions after the fact when it may be a little late. Um, so yeah, I think you and I are probably in a season where we're like, actually, it really matters that we sort of start off with these um, deep stuff to make sure that the foundation is pretty good, potentially. Oh yeah, because like, like just like even um, as an example, like children, that would just be so heartbreaking to spend years and years with someone and you're about to get married and that's when you finally have that conversation and one person wants children, one doesn't. I think that would be so heartbreaking. It would be really hard. Especially because you've really connected at an emotional, emotional yeah. And then it's almost like, um, like I would never want someone to change specifically for me or change the way that they want their life. So, I don't know, like I was watching a TV show and the guy in the TV show was like, well if you want kids, I guess we'll have kids. And like the, the episode was basically her being like, well, no, like I'm not gonna settle for someone who doesn't actually want children. Yeah. And so that's definitely like something that I strive for is sure. like the honesty part that's about like what I want completely out of a partner. Yeah. And I think that comes kind of with like heartbreak and such. Something else I was just thinking about too is, um, so you're, okay, well, I guess this is the obvious part. You're extremely gorgeous and, and attractive. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, that's just uh, an observation. <laughs> Along those lines, I remember once upon a time thinking those in your category of um, aesthetic beauty. Do you have a way of presenting your own self to the world? Flawless, like you're like on point, kind of thing, you would say. And some people are like, wow, they must have everything in order, kind of thing. And I think most of us, here's the thing though, I think most of us present ourselves to the world this way in a way that don't really wear our vulnerabilities very well. We sort of hide those, tuck them away really well. So we look actually really confident. We look really like well put together. So many elements like 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 this, you know. And so why I mention that is one of the things I've just come to really value in a really strong and trenched way is the equality of all of us, regardless of the gift. So yeah, I definitely meet a lot of really attractive people. Speed and red light camera it. in 300 meters. Speed limit is 70 kilometers per hour. Than I would someone who is Why? Because yeah. at the very heart of it, I'm saying, here's our shell of how we're coming packaged, all of us. And yet, whether it's like appealing or not, we're all trying to figure out stuff along the way. So yeah. how do 
going to give to this person the gift of their humanity, whereby I'm going to make space for them to be messy. Because I think that's all of us, me included, right? We have the, our messinesses that we come to the table with. And so I find when I intentionally do that in my mind, saying, yeah, here's a beautiful girl, yes, but she's also beautiful in the midst of her messiness. Oh, yeah. Just like all the rest of us. And it's at the very point of being able to relate in our struggles and our challenges and our trying to sort out this confusing world that I find the greatest opportunities for connecting with another person at the deepest level of our uh, existence as human beings. Oh, yeah. And I, like, definitely think that, um, like, the messiness is a part of the the beautiful things in life. Yeah. Like, life would be just so boring if everything was just perfect all the time and you wouldn't be challenged at all. Yeah. Um, But I think also the reason why I am the way I am because I totally get what you mean. I work at, I don't know if you know what the store is called, it's called Aritzia. And it's a lot of, lot of beautiful women. Uh, And I find that a lot of them are just like kind of mean and a lot of them are, they just don't treat who aren't dressed a certain way like as humans and even myself like I'm the custodian there and I don't look like this every day and so they don't even treat me well and also like growing up I was always like the bigger kid and I was always like the only ethnic person in my school and so I think that taught me a lot of um, kindness generosity my father was in a wheelchair as well like it's just a lot of things in my life that led me to be like, you know what, I'm not going to just look at how a person like acts or looks, I'm going to try and get deeper within to see why they act the way they act, or like, looks don't matter at the end of everything, like they just don't, and like, because I even have a lot of friends who think that looks matter the most, and then it just, they date someone and it turns out to be one of the most worst relationships they've ever had because they went for something I try to like compliment at least four people a day and I try to go out of my way to find people who might not be getting compliments from the girls at work and so yeah I don't know I don't even know where I'm going with this that's okay I like it I like it I like the the choreographed nature of this all okay so I'm gonna do something uh, unusual three things actually I'm gonna make a request Actually, let me make my request first, and then I'll, I'll tell you about what, what we're going to do. So, um, I think this, so when I don't drive my Uber, this is my full-time job, I love sharing a lot of my experiences of, like, rich conversations with my followers online. Um, it, they find it really inspiring to be a fly on the wall and sort of catch some of these nuggets that are really, really meaningful. And, and how they can also maybe uh, grow in their opportunities to connect with people in general. So, I never do this, however, unless I've got enthusiastic permission. And that's why I just want to say, feel free to say if this is not your jam. I would love to feature our conversation, but only if you feel comfortable with that dynamic. Oh, totally. Yeah. I've honestly, I've loved the conversation that we're having. Like, especially lately because of COVID, I haven't really been having a lot of, like, conversations that are meaningful, I guess. Yeah. Apart from, like, the weather and this and that.
Oh wait, last one. So she's just asking for more time with your personality that has affected her son. Oh, that's so a good way to look at it. I think so. Like, it's basically an excuse. It's an excuse that she's requesting for more time with you to be able to say, hey, come and hang out with me and spend time so that I can get to know you much better. Yeah. You know what? That actually does make me feel a little bit better. Good. Because I think that's uh, maybe a holistic way of saying there's more in this picture that... Oh, not this picture. Oh yeah, I was just very nervous because, like, I've known the family for a while, but I've never really spent as much time as I have recently with their mom, because his sister's my best friend. Gotcha. And so it's been very interesting, because I just want to impress her, and I want to make sure that her special day is as special as I can possibly help with. So, in the, in the way that we were saying, the best way for us to be with significant others is to give the real and um, unfiltered version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Same thing with... Um, those who are close to them because if we're stressing out over like how can I behave so I don't turn them off or whatever and appeal to them mm -hmm. we're, we're putting the power into their corner for acceptance whereas if we're already walking in there because we already accept ourselves saying hey this is me as I am and then we, it's almost like that confidence carries over to them in a way where they're like this is what, what we're getting this is amazing and it's that flavor that is um, not easily repeatable by anyone else it's only you can Right? You want to give the full version of yourself and then be like, hey, she huh. is good. I have something else to add. You give very good advice. Why, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right, my, my turn. Okay. So the obvious part is that you're gorgeous, you've got beautiful eyes, um, a fantastic skin tone. Um, <laughs> you too. <laughs> and great, um, and I'll, I also want to mention this because I'm not sure if you struggle in this area, but also great, um, uh, frame or um, body oh, type. Just this one here. This is oh, th and thank you. Yeah, I always, I actually do struggle with that a lot. Okay, so I, I want you to hear that from a dad's perspective. 
But in the other parts that I'm also from, wow, they, they got a few cars here too. Yeah, no, there's 19 people that live here. It's oh, not this nice on the inside. Okay. So, is that him? Um, no. it could be he has many, many brothers. Okay, okay. <laughs> so then the other part is going to say quickly that is your intuitiveness. You have like a wisdom and an intuition that's pretty amazing. Um, especially for your age. You've learned quite a bit of stuff and you're like, okay, this is really important for me in life now. And you are actually on the look on the post for those uh, experiences that are going to help you become the next better version of yourself, which is pretty amazing. So, pack the physical amazing part with the intuitional part. You're pretty good powerhouse here. Oh my god. Yeah. Make so, me want to cry. That's, that's so okay. nice. Take it. We've been having like the worst week, so this has oh, been really? just like a really nice conversation. The pleasure is mine, dear. You're, you're literally so wonderful. I'm so happy to, to meet you. I'm so me happy too. that he was too drunk to come and drive oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my car. You oh, thank my you. handle's on the back. Feel free to um, keep in touch along the way. That's not him, is it? No. Because <laughs> okay, otherwise it's going to go on. So I'm going to meet this guy too. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him I say hi. Okay, I definitely will. And honestly, I know this might sound weird, but if you ever want to text me, yes. you definitely can because I think you are so awesome. I don't have access to your number. Oh, you don't? No. I wrote it on there. Oh, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send that along, my dear. Oh, here they all come. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Enjoy your time, my dear. Thank you so much. And have a safe drive back to the city, okay? I appreciate that. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye for now.